Good morning and welcome to another <laughs> exciting edition of the Men's Ministry Roundtable podcast. It is our pleasure to be with you guys today. Around the roundtable, we have Robert. I love those socks concepts. Robert, you don't wear socks, do you? Today is loafers day, so we're good. It doesn't, say, come, with, it doesn't so, come with socks. Say hello, Robert. Say hello. Hey, hey guys. All right, and also around the round table is George Hot Flash Fernandez. <laughs> Where's that nonsense come from? <laughs> Stick with me. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good to be here. And joining us, the OG, hey. the man hey. from the Pacific Northwest, hey. the brother from Down Under. Uh, is Cambodia the Down Under? brother Down Under? <laughs> It's Cambodia. Oh, it's not Cambodia down under? No, no. It's Australia. It's Australia. All right. <laughs> but, uh, go ahead. Uh, peace <laughs> Sok. Hey, guys. What's up? Glad to be here. It's an honor to sit here at the round table with the, in the beehive with the queen bees. So I'm excited. <laughs> Context is queen. Hey, you know that, that these guys, when I was telling them that you were going to be on the show, uh, they couldn't pronounce your name. They're like, who? Yeah. Pissy, pissy, you know, all that stuff. But you know, was Robert good. was talking about pissy suck. Pissy suck. I get pissy suck a lot. That's the worst thing about, I remember growing up, you know, you would go to class, first day's class, they do roll call, you yeah. know, it would go like, you know, Sally, blah, 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 and then, you know, John Smith or whatever, and they'll be like, pause. <laughs> Teacher's like, uh, I think I'm gonna slaughter this one. But is, pissy, is pissy sock here? <laughs> and that, that just hurts. That's me. traumatic. That, that hurts so you're in the man. second grade, oh, and there's, me. you know, you're in Portland, right? I'm talking about this is in college. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> At University of Oregon, a lecture hall, about 200 people in there, and then you know she's going, she spent the entire class just reading names. And so in Oregon, there's a lot of you know Skylers and Tylers and Aiden Skaden and all Aidens that. Aiden and Skaden. Yeah, and then she gets to your name and it, there's a pause there's a pause I knew it I knew it <laughs> here it comes it's coming you're counting down you know when you get to like P yeah you already know and you, you get know. to the S and you always get like oh that's exotic where's that from I'm like exotic man this is a popular name in Cambodia man. Oh, is, it is. is it really yeah. so there's a lot of PSAs running around in Cambodia well so PSA is like you will find that a lot in poetry and music so, matter of fact, it's often associated with the woman's name, like the word like Aaron or Jordan could be like kind of both yeah. male, female. Mm. So, Pise, it means special. It means beloved and special. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so, so in the Cambodian language, um, it's, it's poetic, but in the English language, it's... Pissy. <laughs> pissy. pissy. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, well, we're gonna, glad y'all here. We have the uh, <laughs> privilege of interviewing Pisa on today's show. Pisa is uh, on our staff as one of the community life pastors in yes, the uh, Fusion area, which is our 18 to 35-year-old community. So for the, those guys out there that are 18 to 35 years old, we invite you to get connected with Pisa and Bo and others. Um, but Pisa also has a background in, uh, in, in mental health, and so we want to chat a little bit more about that down the road. But he's going to be joining us. Uh, guys, Robert, George, what is happening in your lives this week? What, anything exciting in your worlds? And I was thinking about, okay, so uh, currently the Lakers hold the second best record. They have about nine losses. Uh, you guys have, the Celtics have about 14 losses or so. I was, you know, like, you know, between now and the men's retreat, the, uh, the season will end. And I thought it might be fun or interesting if uh, we put a little wager in there. Oh, wow. Here we go. What's the wager? So the wager is this. Go Here's what down. I'm proposing is uh, whoever, whichever team ends up with the best record, because by men's retreat, the playoffs would just have started. 
Whichever team ends up with the best regular season record of our two teams, the Lakers or the Celtics, uh, the other person uh, has to then wear either a Lakers shirt or a Celtics shirt at retreat. So if the Celtics end up with a better record than the Lakers, I will wear a Celtics shirt at retreat on stage. And you would do the same with the Lakers shirt of my choosing. Do you accept? No, only because <laughs> no, because you have a like a six seven whatever game advantage, so that would be almost impossible. So to, are you to catch saying up. you don't uh, trust your team? Not to catch up by whatever seven games. No, right. I would say, but the bet wouldn't wouldn't work is who goes further in the playoffs. Well, but we wouldn't know that at Men's Retreat. I know. Yeah, so he just got hurt yesterday. Uh, a couple quick things I wanted to point out. Uh, guys have approached us. Um, uh, during our services, talking about Hot Flash Fernandez and Butter Baby. <laughs> and uh, we have some regular listeners, so I have a couple of guys who regularly message us after every show. So I just want to thank those guys for regularly tuning in, for downloading the podcast, yeah. for listening to us while you're running. Yeah. I see you, Mick, uh, uh, for listening to us at work, Brett. And uh, and all those other guys who uh, who regularly tune in. Thanks, guys. We have so over those and Lisa and Sandra. That's, That's right. Those and our wives are our regular <laughs> listeners. There you go. Uh, yeah, you four followers. Fise, what is your wife's name? Her name is Rebecca. Rebecca. So Rebecca is going to be added to the list of wow. regular listeners yeah. now. We're going to get ten. We have three yeah. listeners now. And we got Girly. And we well, got no, Gur- yeah. Girly. Girly cut us off already. She did. Yeah, Girly's Robert's wife. Robert, did she, she cut you off? <laughs> no, 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 she's not that's, listening. That's a loaded, that's a loaded question. Sorry. Did Gurley cut you off, Robert? She does, yes she, or no? <laughs> she presses that button. Whoa, 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 hey, what yeah. button? Hey, what does she press? It, it gets hotter later. Oh, he oh. gets on there. This is an intro. All right, here, you know. So. We have kids listening. This is the family hour. Yeah, the family hour. <laughs> yeah, Daddy, what's a hot flash? <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, guys, for regularly listening, and we have over 1800 downloads of our uh, of our show and uh, with this episode we might hit 2000 there you go i would expect it with pizza yeah, yeah well, oh, well pizza is going to drive all of the young oh, listeners yeah, to right. us he's just got oh, his own groupie following him yeah. Yeah. oh yeah well he's got one rebecca that's what <laughs> we're going to hit the under 30 crowd hey. all right fusion crowd. Uh, i was listening to the radio this week and they were talking about um bouquets that you can buy your wife and i thought there were wait, wait, what bouquets <laughs> All right, George, what's the correct... What is it? Bouquet. That's what I said. Bouquet. But you said bouquets. Yeah. That's the plural. plural. How many many buying? It's plural. How many many bouquets? There's an S at the end. So listen, listen, listen. But I thought that they were talking about flowers. (laughs) You said said graffitis. Bouquets and graffitis, right? There's no plural to graffiti. That's the Valentine's gift right there. Bouquets and graffitis. So this was a bouquet of chicken nuggets, though. So you know how they have like the the fruit baskets? Yes. And then they have flower baskets. Yes. Now you can buy your lovely bride a chicken nugget basket. Mm. From Chick-fil-A. A Chick-fil-A? I don't know. <laughs> That's Where's it from? I don't know, but it was like uh, chicken nuggets on skewers <laughs> arranged in a bouquet. That is romantic. Do you think That's Lisa lovely. would like that? that? No, no. No. Yeah, I don't yeah. think Sandy's. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot to dip in, though. I'll tell you. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, what look, I, look at that high pitch. <laughs> look at that high pitch laugh from this guy. I got him. I got him. He goes, Robert. Look at the way he does. Last week we had him in tears. This time he had an octave higher. I'm saying it's a lot of sauce to dip in. I'm saying that's, that's what I'm this talking is, about. This guy here, man. 
There's a lot of sauce to dip in. Got him. Let's hear that laugh again, Marvin. Let's hear that again. You did get it. No, no, no. Let's hear that again. Sorry. I'm sorry, but that, for whatever reason, that that tickled me funny. Well, George uh, is next to you, buddy. Funny. Uh, George is next to you, so, you know, <laughs> anything George, can happen. George is tickling me over here. Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. Sneaking I mean, over to the world of news and finance, George is going to give us a full update on impeach... In what did you say, impeach? <laughs> oh, Bob, impeachment hearings on, of Bob, Donald Trump. Can I just say that? Yes. Is, are the Dodgers kind of a little shift? Is, are the Dodgers going to get their World Series? <laughs> what's, what's up with that? Man, Only if the Astros get we caught. Spent, <laughs> we spent the whole last podcast talking about that. Oh, you're that. okay. Sorry about no, that. No, no, no. That's oh. fine. It's it's Trust me. It's a sore subject for me mm -hmm. as a Dodger fan. Um, man, that's rough. But you know what? I think the Astros are getting, in the in the court of public opinion, they're getting all of the backlash that they deserve. So how, so how do you they're steal signs? I'm, I'm, I'm still confused of how they hustle that way. Well, you know, the, the catcher flashes the sign to the pitcher. Of course. Okay? And that's coming in from the dugout. Yeah. So if they have a camera positioned in the center field area that has the ability to zoom in underneath the catcher okay. and can know exactly the throws know the sign yeah. you they can it. then relay yeah. they can decode the sign then relay that sign back to the dugout and they were using you know audio signals or even now the but how, but how, does the say, how does the batter know that okay so so they were using some kind of a system where they were beating on a drum or whistling or some kind of an audio signal oh, to tell them what to but it was, was. It was also oh, also yeah. there's oh, reports damn, now that yeah, yeah, some yeah, of the guys are wearing wires and they were getting little buzzes. Stop, tell, really? Yes. Telling oh, them is, which is, pitch is, was... Is that intricate? They, it's they, that intricate. I don't oh think my it was that. goodness. I don't, think they did I don't know. I don't know. So but, that's not something that the players can pull off by themselves. It has no. to be... It, it involves like, coordination. Management. It involves technology. It, 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 it has to be coaching. It has to be intentional. Totally. Yeah. It's totally. like... Brothers be getting caught for like cork bats and you know and different things of that sort. This, this is, a, this is, this is on baseball. a whole nother level. That's yeah. crazy. The yeah. whole well, this is level. like a whole organizational. So George, what do you have to tell us about? Right? Uh, about <laughs> no, see, this is why. Come on, dude. Come on. It's just it's just it's a sore right subject, right? right? It's that. a sore subject for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is a sore subject. <laughs> well, come on, man. Let's dwell on it a little bit. No, no, no. <laughs> tell us how you really feel. You need therapy here. Peace is a guy. Come on. That's how you really feel, Mark. All right, What's let, going on in the world of news and finance? Well, in, in finance, I was thinking about it uh, last night this morning as I was, I was praying about it. And I thought for uh. since since the beginning of the year, I was thinking there are probably several listeners other than our wives that are probably in debt and have credit card debt. That's right. And that's, that's, <laughs> a, that's a big issue for really for a lot of people. So... Thinking of what Mark talked about at our last men's gatherings, just the small steps, the small things that you have to do, gonna make big changes. And I thought of what, what would be a practical small step to take. And I thought for for many individuals, maybe now at the beginning of the year they're, they're gonna get raises. And even if you don't get a raise, you know you're you're trying to make changes for the new year. So I thought if you have any kind of debt, and I'm not talking about your mortgage or, or your car payment, but specifically credit card debt or, or school loans, something as small as just putting an extra $25 to $30 a month towards that, not making your minimum payment, something small that's not going to impact truly your lifestyle. But if, if, if you can do that every month, then you'll you'll chip away at it faster. So. To me, the, the, the important thing is you, you, you always have to have a plan. So do you have a plan this year to pay off your debt? If you don't, make a plan. And I would suggest part of the plan is just just make 
a little extra payment towards that debt and clearly do not use your credit card. If you have debt outstanding, then don't add to it. So if you have a credit card balance and you're not paying it off, don't use your credit card until it's paid off. And if you do have a balance, and try to make a little extra payment every month. But you have to you have to be very diligent about it and just say $25 is going to come out of my account and I'm just going to make it automatically to, to the credit card or to the student loan. And if you get a raise, then what I would do is I would take half the amount or maybe a percentage of what the raise is and put that towards the debt because that tells me that up to the, before you got the raise, you were maintaining a certain standard of living. So you were probably able to meet your obligations unless you were really, really tight. And for those, you know, those exceptions, and you know, I'd be happy to sit and talk to you about how we can make that work. But once you get the, once you get your raise, and now you have extra cash, then what I would do is take that extra cash, at least a part of it, and pay down the debt. So as opposed to, oh, I have some more money now, I can spend it. No, you have some more money, pay down the debt, and then work out a plan to so, uh, start saving some money. Not, no nugget bouquets. No nugget bouquets. Okay. Listen, listen, chicken nuggets are good, man. You ever have chicken Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets? Especially when you dip them, bro. <laughs> Those are good. So uh, dip so, and chick. Dip and chick. So pay down, pay down the debt is a good plan for the year. Are there any resources guys can tap into other than meeting with you? No. Meet with meet with me. No, so you, have, you have to have a plan. It, you know, there's it, for those of you that haven't taken FPU Financial Peace Whoa, University. FPU Financial Peace University. We're, we you offer that, and we'll start it uh, probably gotta, next you gotta, month. You got to emphasize the P there. Say. So we'll be starting that at the. There you go. So we'll be starting that at the at the at the end of the the month, the date uh, to be finalized. But Dave Ramsey, which is the the course that we offer, Financial Peace University, his, his recommendation, and I tend to agree with it, is. When you pay off your debt, take the credit card that has, if you have more than one, whatever debt you have, the one with the smallest balance, and pay, try to pay that off first. And he calls that the snowball effect. So there's some strategies, um, but you know every case is different, so I hate to just say, everyone do this, and I'd be happy to meet with, with anyone um, and just kind of design a plan, plan of action. Yeah, especially you guys at Fusion, if y'all listen to this, please take advantage of this. George Fernandez is a tremendous resource our community he's a godsend in that respect and so he is well qualified and trained and gifted in this area so fellas if you're hearing this especially fusion men out there trying to get your lives together trying to get married and all this business this is a great foundational tool to take advantage of and they can uh you guys can get a whole well that no he sold it really good Uh, this is the first time i ever hear that yeah well thanks pc but you're a godsend he likes he likes hearing fluff about himself you know that's why he likes to be he likes to be flattered there is no other alternative by the way by the way uh george turned 60 this week by the way george turned 60 this week so uh high five george i knew i was doing a show with the golden girls Yikes. Happy birthday. Wow, you look great for 60. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Well, you're, 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 happy birthday. Well, you're, 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 you
I'm not sure what I'm plugging here. Just give us email address. I can't get George. Jorge. Jorge F at C A Church. Come see George. Come see George. J O R G E F. Or hit me up and I'll, I'll connect you with George. There you go. There that's you go. right. That's that right. Way. You can always email the show at men at cachurch.com and I can always forward. We have a website? We do. Well, it's an email, but yeah. <laughs> 60 year olds don't understand, <laughs> don't understand about email. Man. He doesn't know Instagram. He doesn't know that a website and an email are two different things. But that's why we have admins, right. man. Come on. Hey, admins. Uh, Rock. <laughs> Robert, tell us what's happening in the world of men at Christian Here Assembly. Go again, same thing, man. Men's Here we retreat go. is happening again. Hello. No, not again. It hasn't happened yet. Well, no, the registration is. That's right. It's open. Tell us how we're doing on registration so far. Now open. Yes. Gachurch.com slash men's retreat. Yes, sir. And that's uh, the registration portal for you to sign up. You can also sign up using our app. Uh, in fact, let's do something right now. I uh, I gave away T-shirts at the last men's gathering. Uh, these really long nice long sleeve T-shirts that yes, we sir. put together. They were good looking shirts. Mm -hmm. How's uh, the spelling? The spelling on the shirts is great. <laughs> <laughs> the spelling on the banner not so good. Did, did I ever tell you guys about this? Oh no, what happened? We printed banners to to put on display no, at no, the men's you gathering. Printed I printed. No, no. This is a this is a collective, brothers. This is a collective. We're all in this together. We printed we printed banners at the men's gathering, and uh, and we misspelled a word on the banner. The word? A word. A word. One of the words on the banner. Was it men's? It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't men's. But it was the name of our church, bro. What is it? What is it? it our, our church is named the Christian Assembly. Right. No, not for not for the not for the gathering. It was Assembly. Yeah. So we wrote oh. Christian Assembly. That sounds like the Spanish version. I, mean, <laughs> I get you. Go ahead. I see what Marvin's doing. Oh, in January. Let's just say. January. Let's just say. Strength. Let's just, <laughs> let's just say it was embarrassing, and we spent several hundred dollars on those banners. That I didn't even know. Now had to reprint. You know what? Well, I'll back. give a shout out to the company that printed the banners for us. They actually have a no error policy, and we told them that we made a mistake. It was our error, mm -hmm. and they're reprinting for free. So, uh, oh, so wow. sh shout out well, to. Uh, yeah, to them. I, I don't hey. even. I don't even know the name of the company. I'll start plugging them, but um, yeah. Anyway, well, but and it's not Costco. Uh, but tell us. So anyway, so we printed T-shirts. At these, uh, at the men's gathering, we have a few T-shirts left over. Guys were asking how they can purchase a T-shirt. We're not selling the T-shirts. They were only for uh, men that were identifying as men's ambassadors and, and for uh, the men's gathering. However, I've got a couple T-shirts left over. So here's what we're gonna do, uh, guys. If you're listening to this podcast, go to the website uh, cachurch.com/mensretreat. Register for it. Take a screenshot of that, send it to me, and tell me you heard it on the podcast that I was going to give you a T-shirt. Screenshot. It's a, it's a thing that you do on your phone or on uh, on the computer. Uh, so tell me that you registered for retreat and that you heard me say. Uh, and so the first five guys that do that, so you have to be within the first five. First five guys that do that, I'll send you. I'll send you a T-shirt. Just tell me what size you want. I'll send you a T-shirt. Uh, long sleeve, beautiful CH uh, CA men's uh, T-shirt. So. Uh, for the first five guys to do that, listening to this podcast today. Robert, what else you got for us? That's it, man. No, 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 no. Read the flyer, bro. There's more. <laughs> Brother, look at this, man. Look, look at the stuff that you had me printed out. It has nothing else. Whoa, no, no, no. You got to know. <laughs> What's going on there? Hey, uh, tell it. us about the basketball league. Spring basketball league. Oh, you see that? Yeah. Spring Sorry. basketball league. Yeah, you printed it out too early. I added more stuff last night. Sorry. There you go. See? Sorry. 
Alright, alright. So it's all a right. 5 on 5 lead. My fault, my fault. Pisa, you're in it, right? Gonna represent, man. You got to. Got to. You got Scott. Scott. I think. Yourself. <laughs> yep. Running it and Marvin. Right, so fellas, if you're looking for a place to connect and invite your wait, friends, wait, wait. You're, you're, see, you're, you're see how smooth that is. You're, see how this smooth is your job, Robert. This is your job. I'm late. Yes, you just set up Pisay to make your pitch. Oh, has got it going on. What's going on? Riding deep right now. Anyways, fellas, if you're looking for a place to not only get physical exercise, connect with other brothers, and invite some of your friends from work and school to come and just fellowship, you know, basketball is a great way to connect. So come and join us. Again, five on five league happening starting March through June. Yep. I think it's like a six week uh, league. Uh, something like that. Yeah. Six, six to eight week league. Uniforms? Uh, yep. T shirt. T shirt will be, there'll be, there'll be a registration fee uh, on our website. And the shirt will be provided the in, shirt in the re- with your registration fee. You can go on our website now and register. Shirts and skins. Shirts and skins. Uh, we're looking for How six, much is it? We're looking for six teams. It's $40 for the registration. That's right. Uh, we have secured a gym in Monrovia. That's right. That's uh, right. The YMCA over at Monrovia. And so we're going to be playing there Saturday mornings at yeah. 9 a.m., 9 a. 10 a.m. Yeah. So Which is a great time. I mean, that's a great time to start up your weekend, fellas. I know a lot of times we have a long week. This is a great way. Guys guys that have Little League commitments, you can still get in the early game. That's right. And then go off and do Little League after that. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, we'd love for you to join the, the Spring Men's Basketball League. It's only a CA league, so we're not going to be playing other other teams, you're only going to be playing it's other intramurally CA, within our church. All yeah. Other CA brothers. Wow, so we'll you have, can go form your own league. Uh, team. All of you our could, coaches, yeah. all of our coaches right. will do a devotional before or after the game, so it'll be fun. It'll be great to connect with guys. Uh, it's kind of like a small group, a uh, life group, but also with the exercise component. How many per team? Uh, we're looking for <laughs> five on five. Well, no, no, it's no, five no. on five. You're not going to play the whole game. No, no, no. Yeah, we're looking for about ten guys, right. ten to twelve guys okay. per team. Yeah. So, so, somewhere in the range of sixty men that we're looking for this league. Okay. So, uh, register on their website now. Yes, sir. Get it. And that's how uh, you use your That's how you use your resources. Great plug. Let's get, let's get, a, team, let's get a team from the Fusion community and show these. Hey, these hey, hey we'll man. welcome oh, that. Man. We you will know? welcome that. A Fusion team only. Yes. Let's go. Will let's you be go. the coach of that team? I'll, I'll, I'll be no, down. If, if we can get, if we can get a team, well, I'm coaching down. and playing. Yeah. Oh, player coach. Player coach. Joe Russell. Well, listen, we have a we have a few minutes left, so we want to turn our time over, our attention over to PSA. PSA, we've been talking a lot about your background, but tell us a little bit. You know, you're from the Pacific Northwest area, Oregon to be exact, right? Right, that's where I grew up. So my family came uh, when we immigrated here back in in the 80s uh, after the, the genocide in Cambodia where my family, you know, went through that. Uh, so my ethnic heritage is Cambodian, just so you, you may wonder what where the name Pisay comes from. That's what it is. It's not... It's not like you know some kind of exotic name that my parents it's not gave a, me. It's not a popular name in the port, uh, Portland suburbs. Yeah, even though it's you know Portlandia is a little weird. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna keep pulling wood and all that. My name kind of you know does fit into all that. But the main thing is that yeah we grew up in Portland, southeast side. So for those who are listening, you, you may or may not the manor. You guys know who you guys are, man. We're glad glad we're here. We made it. We arrived. I'm yeah, on a podcast. Good, good for you, brother. <laughs> You're on a podcast. You got seven. You got seven. Eight podcast. Uh, no, no, nine. Podcast. That's right. That's right. There are podcasts. I'm at the round table the, the, in LA, fellas. Yeah, you, you made, made it, brother. Yeah, you made it. You can tell. The golden girls. You can tell everybody <laughs> back. Golden girls. You can tell everybody back in Cambodia. You made it. You made it. Made it, man. Made it. That's awesome. So you grew up in the Portland suburbs. You came to. California or LA how so we were my wife and I were were three we did after we graduated we, we went to um, George Fox University which is outside it's a in Newburgh which is a suburb town uh, outside of Portland after that we went to do missions work for three years in Lithuania mm-hmm. working in I did uh, campus ministries my wife was leadership development after that we were looking for a place 
kind of schools to kind of get our master's degrees. Mm. And so we were looking all over the world in different places, in East Coast, West Coast, even Britain and so forth. And my wife was like, we can go anywhere you want except for LA. <laughs> and you know, and God has a sense of humor in it. Obviously it opened up. She ended up getting uh, to, to go to UCLA for her grad work. And then I ended up at Fuller. So, and the okay. rest is history. All right. Anywhere uh, but Eagle Rock. That's right. Anywhere but Eagle Rock. <laughs> a lot of Filipinos here, man. Yeah. And then, and then when Dang. she got here, she was we're, we're coming to LA, but only for school. And now, right. and now you have jobs here, and uh, that's what it is, brother. You're raising a, a, a family. You have yes. an awesome little boy. Tell us his name. His name is Reuben James. And um, uh, by the way, we are a bi we are a biracial uh, marriage. So my, my my son, he he looks he he looks he has his mother's features. He has dark, you know, kind of brown hair, like light, fair skin. But he has my nose and my facial features, so it's kind of looking. You know, he's he's a handsome little kid. So. Yeah, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a good looking, looking kid. Yeah, so good yeah. we're kid. grateful. We're grateful. Well, we are grateful for you and for Rebecca being um, part of this community and Absolutely. obviously the Thank work you. that you're doing you. uh, within the fusion community. Now, your background is you have you have a dual degree, right? Yeah, and, I have. Uh, uh, so I I have a master's of divinity. So I came I came to 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 Fuller Seminary to because uh, I felt called to the ministry way back when I was young, back when I was a teenager. And that was part of the process, was to go get equipped and trained and, and prepared. And then in the process of doing my MDiv, for my elective classes, I had to, I had to wrestle with things that internally I did a, I was speaking at a conference, a kind of Cambodian youth conference called See Forward, um, basically being, you know, being a kind of a second generation, I would say 1.5 because I grew up there, I was born there, but I was raised here, so I'm kind of a hybrid. but. Even speaking of that camp, I discovered all the trauma that emerged in the second generation. So we call that vicarious trauma, where where the trauma of your your, your gen, the previous generation is now exhibiting in the second generation. Mm. You know, the addiction, the gambling, um, all the destructive behaviors is now manifesting because of the upbringing that they were in, because of the unprocessed things that their parents went through. So I saw that at this conference, that sparked this like kind of awakening, thinking, oh my goodness. How does the gospel speak to trauma? How does the gospel speak to mental health? That was a big thing because I was saying the right things. Jesus is the way, this truth, and the life. I'm speaking the gospel power and, and the word of the scriptures. But there came a point in time where the felt need, people couldn't see the power of the gospel or Jesus because that trauma was so enveloped in their in their thinking. Yeah. And so after the you know, after the sessions, people would come up to me and say, I really appreciate what you had to say, but I, I feel like how do I deal with you know my parents going through you know, this, this addiction, alcohol abuse, and all this stuff, stuff, gambling, you know, physical abuse, sexual abuse, and I saw this wave of trauma that came to the second generation. I'm like, Lord, I'm not equipped for this. Mm -hmm. That's what kind of led me to the field of men, uh, marriage and family therapy as well. So once I finished my MDiv, I also continued to get a, a second degree because I needed that tool to be able to sit with the trauma that my community was going yeah. through. Yeah. Well, what a, an amazing. Um resource that that we have at our church yeah. that you carry both of those degrees and that you're able to support um, men and young men especially um, with uh, with their their spiritual discipleship as well as the uh, psychological and mental health component Absolutely. so you know we were getting in touch with their mental health yeah you know my, my goal is to always put the men back into mental health mm -hmm. fellas because God made us he made us very, you know, just wonderfully, fearfully made, you know, as the scripture tells us. 
he makes he makes us with strength so he gives us a body he gives us emotion so we can sense and connect and feel he gives us a mind to think to conceptualize to imagine he gives us all those facets to make us more into the image of who he is you know uh, a being that is obviously very complex and i think we have a, a snapshot of that as we are made in god's image so so for me a lot of times is brothers are aware of their strength because that's the natural that's the thing that guys usually are taught their performance you know the first time they throw a ball the first time they go out there and perform in sports they're usually kind of encouraged and they are appreciated by what they do um, you know oh you made that shot or you caught that ball you ran that you know ran that real fast mm -hmm. so competition is ingrained early in a, in a man or in a little boy so then the question then is what if a man can't measure up to that mm -hmm. this is where the problem lies mm -hmm. so then when the, when the little boy is is being raised to compete to perform, there's this internal world that's happening of shame, right? Because failure is a real thing. So a lot of brothers don't want to deal with that. So there's there's this emotional amputation that happens to men uh, from the from the early standpoint. Because if you look at at the kind of the narrative, boys cry, but men hide their pain. Men don't show their weakness, and as a result of that, we have emo we've emotionally amputated men in a way where now when they get to the place where now at fusion, I'm working with these brothers you see the emotional amputation when they don't have the vocabulary to discern or the assessment tool to recognize what's happening, but you see these obnoxious, destructive, and toxic behaviors right. that are present, and that's the reason why this took my attention. Yeah. So what are some resources for men that um, are facing these challenges, or even just as they're becoming self-aware uh, of some of the behaviors that are being manifested in their lives, yeah. what are some of the resources that, that, that you go to? Yeah, so a couple of things. First and foremost, uh, resources. Let me, let me begin by just kind of diagnosing the problem first, and then, and then yep. I'll hopefully go into some of the things that we can do. Yeah. Uh, the first thing I, I was thinking about this is that, first of all, the assessment tool, right? It, being able to assess what's happening is the most important thing, because if you don't know how to assess what's happening, you're only going to see behavior, right? So typically speaking, uh, women, and men have different ways of ex experiencing the same emotional feeling. So uh, women tend to be more sad when they get depressed, sad, and they, they talk about it, or they, they, their demeanor will, will kind of shift. But men actually get mad and irritable, right? So, so it's more appropriate for a man to do things to express strength and frustration, even though he's still depressed at the, whatever circumstances going on, feeling of inferiority or whatever happens within his, in his soul, his inner world. So then, typically speaking, we get grumpy, we get discouraged. All they talk about is getting upset, and you know. And then what happens then is men start to act out. So they act out their feeling as opposed to labeling and, and identifying it, right? So men then typically will have angry outbursts. They become easily annoyed, increase in sexual activity. Um, workaholism, emotional and social withdrawal, coldness, aloofness, meaning like you're just oblivious, you just don't take responsibility. Um, and even the there's family violence that emerges. So again, these are all kind of manifestations of a man's cry. Because we can't cry, obviously, because at that point, we've been, again, emotionally amputated. So therefore, we don't have that option to do that. And therefore, you're wondering why when guys come to church, the church is a very difficult place to come because it in it kind of explicitly or implicitly I should say lets the guys know that I'm not a good enough guy good enough man or good enough husband so why would I come to a place that reminds me that I'm a failure that I'm not good enough yeah. and that's what you find a lot of times happening yeah 
Are you saying all of those things are a manifestation of depression? I'm saying those are the tools that I use to look at how a man responds to the lack of vocabulary that we that we don't have because we've been we've been amputated these emotional language. Okay, but that the root of that is what depression is that the the de depression is the manifestation. It's the state of okay. it's the mood. It's the being right. Ah. It's the disposition. But at the end of it is is the lack of feeling unloved. Inadequacy. And, and inadequacy and also the fact that you don't feel like you trust you can't you can't be vulnerable yeah. mm -hmm. and you're powerless uh, a man by by nature have been have been raised to like to perform and to to you know to be strong and and all this stuff so when you don't have that and when you don't measure up then naturally speaking you know especially when you, when you get bullied right you, you what, what do guys call each other sissy mm -hmm. you know yeah. uh, gay you weak you you're pathetic you know those are things are dealing with his competency, who he is as a person, his ability to to create and to do. That's why men are, are, are better at doing things than just talking about it. Yeah. You know, right? So a lot of times, uh, face to face, it's harder with men. Side by side is easier. So you're playing basketball, you're building a project, you're going on a journey together. It's easier. To, that's why, like in the military, when you accomplish something together, there's more brotherhood that's built. Right. To grab a coffee with a dude, you know, for me, I've realized it's harder because of the lack of emotional awareness. Yeah. So, so what do you, what do you share with guys who find themselves um, um, in those in those boats? I would say, uh, first and foremost, I think it's how we we talk about um, depression and all these emotional things. I just use depression as an example because it's very prevalent, right? Uh, for example, y'all you've got y'all gotten the flu before, right? The flu, the flu, the, flu, flu? Yes. the, the, the virus, right? Yeah. So when you when you get the flu, what happens to your strength? What happens to your taste? What happens to your your, your kind of motivation? Depleted, right? Yeah. Now, w would it be would it be ridiculous to tell somebody if Marvin you got sick? I'd be like, Marvin, uh, you weak man. Come on, get out of it. Just come to work. I'm like, I'm dying right now. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't you wouldn't appropriately call someone weak for having the flu, would you? Right, right. See, depression is the flu for the soul. Mm -hmm. Right, it's something. No, depression is like the flu for your soul. So the flu is not something you can just kind of medicate away. You have to allow your body to build up the immunity. So a lot of brothers don't give themselves the opportunity to be depressed, to go through that, right? To build the inoculation, to build the strength from that. And so there's a couple of things that we don't realize. So there's things that happen in a man's life. For example, you go through grief, loss, bereavement, and mourning, right? So these are the difference. So a lot of times grief is the, is the emotional outworking. Right? So when you're, when you're grieving, you're going to feel depressed, you're going to feel angry, you're going to feel confused. Right? You're going to also start compromising and you, you question everything you know, in, in your foundational uh, world. So what typically happens is when you go through grief, uh, brothers are not given this awareness. That's why I was talking to a man, uh, a fusion, I'll leave him my name, but he was going through some divorce, right? And he, he was losing his marriage and it was so hurtful, it was so hurtful for him. But I said, brother, I think you're going through grief here, man. You're going through this grief. And, and this is really hurting you because his natural tendency was to go to the to the bottle or to the you know or to the to the tree you know or, or to other things the tree means the, the weed right or the, the oh. we, 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 you know it's the burning bush but it's the wrong bush you know what I'm saying see, like you I know see. what I mean so a lot of these oh, brothers okay. yeah, a lot of these brothers go to the wrong bush that's the blaze that's where the blaze it's, comes it's in. the wrong blaze it's the wrong fire it's a false fire my point being is that typically speaking a lot of these brothers um, uh, would would 
will not have an awareness of that because of the emotional amputation that their parents or their father lacked. Right. And as a result, when they go through this loss, well, by the way, grief is when you go through the emo- emotional turmoil. Loss is the is the is the, the cognitive turmoil because when you lose, it's like it's permanent. Like, you know, when someone dies, yeah. How do I make sense of that? How do I? That's why you always will see the permanence and impermanence struggle within our faith. Like when I was doing a funeral a couple weeks ago, it's like this very, very tension. How do I maintain hope in the midst of permanent, uh, permanence? This person's not gonna be here again. So then if you don't understand how to make sense of that loss, that's why speaking the truth and understanding God's word is so important because that loss will come. And then also bereavement is now the manifestation of grief and loss, right? So the cognitive aspect, the emotional aspect is now being, you go through the bereavement process, you'll feel like, you'll feel sad, you'll feel appetite loss, your sleep is messed up, you're, you're kind of lethargic. Those are all bereavement symptoms, right? Mm-hmm. And then the last thing that I will say is that, so you have grief, loss, bereavement, then you also have the mourning. Mourning is a ritual that we do, right? Why do we wear black when we go to the wedding? It's telling us something has changed. Yeah. So we have to go through that mourning process. But a lot of times brothers will go to um, these other things for their mourning process. Why you see in the movies, I'll pour a, a, pour a 40 out for my homies. Why are you pouring out for the 40s for the homies? These brothers can't drink it. <laughs> but it's because it's a ritual that you see on, you know, especially when I grew up, these guys would go. A 40 go, is an alcoholic uh, beverage. Uh, it comes in a 40, you, 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 40 you, ounce you, Oh, you take a shot. George is looking at us like, what is a 40? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't drink yeah. So it's like, the, so you see these rituals of mourning that are not as healthy. Yeah, so, but mourning is a part of how God has given to us to go through this this process, right? So that's why it tells us, you know, there's a time for laughing, a time for crying, a time for mourning, a time for dancing. If we don't understand those times and we don't have discernment, that's a problem. So that's what I would say. Um, but going back to, the, to now, having understood that, where I find the most resources is this. I will say this. This is kind of where the practical component comes in. I think the problem starts with the fact that as men, especially Christian men, I can't speak for those who are secular, but for, for men who are, are followers of Jesus, the main thing is this, is that men typically are taught that faith is entrepreneurship as opposed to apprenticeship, mm. right? So, so what I mean by that is our discipleship then is an entrepreneurship. And you know, an entrepreneur is somebody who is a visionary. They go do their own thing and they got some idea. So That's the problem that I find with, with with our Christianity and the way we teach about the gospel is this entrepreneurship. You go and, and, and take a risk and you go and do all this. Stuff. But here's the problem. Nowhere in the scriptures are we called to be entrepreneurs in our faith. Nowhere. So what you find then is you raise these brothers to be entrepreneurs. Here, let me give you the books. Let me give you the verses. God says, and come, go and do yourself. Jesus says, come follow me. Yeah, yeah, Take yeah. my yoke upon you. Yeah. Carry your cross and follow me. So this is all apprentice language, but we made it in entrepreneurship. So now when all of a sudden brothers start to walk with that, what happens then is they will fail. And a brother that doesn't have enough ego strength, a sense of self and identity will crumble and will say, this didn't work for me. I'm going to go find something else. That's the reason why it's hard for brothers to walk in the faith because a lot of, a lot of guys are alone. Right? That's why they don't come to life groups. That's why they don't come to yeah. these meetings is because they've seen that. Well, I've already believed that is we, 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 we did a disservice because we communicated faith as an entrepreneurship as opposed to an apprenticeship, which means that an apprenticeship is where you look at a master, someone who's gone through the, through the process, who knows what they're talking about, and you come and seek out them to learn their ways. That's why the Jedi way, if you find in these movies, that's the way of apprenticeship. Yeah. Nowhere does a Jedi learn the, the way of the force by themselves, right? So a lot of times if we communicate, especially to men, 
that if we communicate entrepreneurship, we're gonna always have men that are gonna fall away. So, uh, Pise, we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get cut off here in about two minutes because yeah. this thing cuts off at an hour. Yeah. Um, so, with the last you know thirty yeah. seconds, what you know, where's some a resource or how can they get, get a hold of you or what are some? Yeah. So you guys can reach me at pisesachurch.com. Uh, dot com. It's p i s e y s at c a church dot com. You can email me, and I'll love to grab some coffee or just chop it up with you. If that's what you're going through. And furthermore, also as an apprentice, right? Go and if you want to grow in your Bible study, go find someone who knows how to read the scriptures. Yeah. If you want to grow in your prayer life, seek out those people, because again, it's silly to go and try to invent the wheel again mm-hmm. when you already have these resources. Try to that's why for your finances, don't try to figure it out yourself. Don't just Google it. Mm-hmm. You can, but there's brothers that have gone through it. Reach totally. out to George. Reach exactly. out to Marvin. Reach out to 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 Robert, myself, Bo. Ralph, these brothers are put here for you guys, so seek out that apprenticeship. Yeah. And that's the beauty of this community is that we have a collection of men yes, sir. Um, that come together that have different expertises. And so it's yep. up to us to find mentors in every area. So, and I want to give you guys the permission to do that. Thank you. Know. you. Yes, sir. Well, thanks for being with us, PSA. Thanks, guys, for your time. Awesome. I know we're hitting up against the hour. I appreciate it. if you're still listening. Thanks for uh, hanging with us. This is the longest one we've ever done. Thanks for dropping that wisdom on us. Thanks for dropping it, brother. All right. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. All right. right.